0: What's up everyone and welcome to another episode of But Honey. Today we have for you another episode talking about faith and talking about Christianity. Um, Lydia, what are we talking about specifically today?
1: Uh, We took a while trying to figure out the wording for this, but (laughs) we're going to label it private and public faith. And another way you can say it is maybe internal and external faith. Uh, Just things that, um, you know, God will tend to do in us individually and then what God will do through us. Mm. And so, I mean, there's so much, so much we can talk about in this area. Uh, But just to begin... um, Let's see, uh, like even just relevant to this pandemic. Yeah. Right. um, I think we've been sharing with each other how we really felt that the. um, One of one of the goals, (laughs) one of the God agendas that he had for us during this pandemic and during all the quarantine of us being stuck at home. um, Was that he really was trying to get us to look at ourselves. Yeah. And go go in to ourselves Mm -hmm. and it's funny because you know how we've been talking about like 2020 everybody declared it to be a year of vision and like we thought it was something grand but i i came to find that it is a year of vision but it's a year of a vision of our condition our true condition absolutely and it's not exactly the prettiest thing it's actually just really messed up really Mm -hmm. really exposing and all of that. Yeah, and it wasn't he,
0: vision, like, looking forward. Right. And what's the goal? But it was, like, vision, like, look,
2: look at, at yourself.
0: yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but it's beautiful because, like, that's where revival has always started, mm-hmm. right? We we forget. I don't know where we tend to forget, forget that revival starts with repentance. Uh, yeah. Why do we think that when we become, like, this gung-ho Christian, like, super proud and super you know, like hyped up with all this worship music and like our gifts and anointing and this and that favor, right? All mm-hmm. of this stuff. Why do we think that that's the footstep into revival when wow. really it, it's repentance? When that's we good. realize that we're so, we're, we've fallen short yep. over and over again. The church of God has failed. The people of God has failed to live out the life that he paid for. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know, share with me or share with us your thoughts on that.
0: Uh yeah, I mean, like, even while we were discussing, hey, should we talk about this? There was a part of us that was c- kind of like, oh, but it's such an obvious topic. Like, it's something that everyone kind of knows, right? But at the same time, we felt that it was still significant, or at least I did, you know, that it was still significant to talk about it together, to process, because so often these two things really are opposing paradigms, right? Like this whole, we we, we like compartmentalize things, mm-hmm. I guess, as yeah, humans really and as people. Problem. And so what happens is when it feels like the Lord is taking us On a season of like self-discovery and identity, maybe healing, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. like we think what that's supposed to look like is we shell up Mm -hmm. and we just focus on ourselves, you know, and vice versa. Like when the Lord puts the flame of passion in us to like go out and and like be his hands and feet and all of that, like we get so caught up on the work that we're doing for him Mm -hmm. that we sometimes forget that it's actually, we're supposed to be doing it with him. Right. And there's this element of being with him Mm -hmm. that so often gets overlooked, you know? And yeah, I mean, another kind of way to think about it really is missions and prayer, Mm -hmm. right? And with us going through our season at YWAM Kansas City Mm -hmm. and being able to be... So close to um, like some of the greatest pioneers in both mission and prayer mm-hmm. and seeing what it looked like fleshed out for the leaders of both movements to honor one another and even just be in friendship with one another mm-hmm. and support one another. And it really like they really trumpeted this. It's not about one or the other. It's about both and yeah. right. It's about this happening together mm-hmm. and it's about prayer becoming missions and missions becoming prayer. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, it was such a rich season for us. Yeah. I think that, you know, maybe a uh, part of me in the back of my mind thinks, yeah, some of it does seem obvious, but maybe it's more obvious to us because we were able to be in that kind of environment for so long. Um, Whereas, you know, the people who are in the grind in the day to day working or going to school and and like doing the church thing week after week and, you know, trying to serve the church the best they can throughout the week and and not living in community the way we did. And like all of those things, may, maybe it is something that will really be encouraging and really uh, be eye opening, you know. And so I think that this is a really good topic to dive into especially like you said with pandemic Mm -hmm. i think that there is um like something rich for us both in the internal aspect of our faith and the externalizing of our faith Mm -hmm. yeah
1: yeah oh man yeah i feel that really really heavily i think um there's so much depth and power in both of those Mm -hmm. things. But I want to comment also just on the prayer and missions topic, you know, like historically they were pitted against each other, like everything else in the body of Christ. Right. (laughs) Like they're, they're pointing fingers and being like, the missionaries are looking at people in the prayer room saying, what are you doing? (laughs) There's so much to be done. Right. And then the prayer room, people are looking at the missionaries like, what are you doing? Are you in relationship with (laughs) Jesus? Like you think any of that's going to work when you're not, you know, abiding in him. Mm -hmm. And, but then it, yeah, it was such a beautiful thing to witness the two, like real, like, what is it? representative organizations come mm-hmm. together and honoring one another in yeah. that way. And I felt like that was such a, um, like a macro uh, uh, representation of what needs to happen, even in individual churches where there are people who naturally have an evangelistic heart.
2: Mm-hmm. And then
1: there are people who have more of uh, uh, like a, an intercessory heart, mm-hmm. right? Where you, you're called, you know, you yeah. know, like you, you just you flow when you are sitting in his presence mm-hmm. in worship and prayer and you're just like face to face with him. Yeah. That's basically, uh, Psalm 27, right? One thing yep. have I asked, it's the heart That's of David. Right. Um, but then there's, you know, like the heart of Paul, <laughs> right? Like, like who's gonna, like, how are they going to believe mm-hmm. if someone doesn't go? Yeah. Right. If someone doesn't preach Yeah. and there's almost this in, for the ones who have that evangelistic heart, they like suffocate. They're like, what are we doing <laughs> in, mm-hmm. in this place? And yeah. why aren't people sharing and moving and all that? And I think once again, it's not about convincing the other, mm-hmm. it's about learning from each other. Yeah. And it's about honoring one another. That's good. And then working in partnership. Like, how beautiful would it be? When when the evan- evangelist ev- evangelistic person will go to the intercessor and be like, "Pray for me, because I know that you have an anointing in this area, mm-hmm. and that when you pray, of course, God hears everyone's prayers, but you know, when someone's an intercessor, it's just a nec- it's just another level, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so just that partnership, I think, is what is where we need to enter into, and so that th- this is more on a corporate level, yeah. But then individually speaking, you know, for each of us, we, we have to carry those dynamics of in, internal and external faith um, really well. Absolutely. But then it's not even a matter of balance. I hate that. Yep. I hate when people talk about it as balance yeah. because that's not what it is. It's actually no relationship. One, no
0: <laughs> one needs any less of anything <laughs> when it comes to Jesus, you know? Um, Yeah, it really is just relationship. Yeah,
1: it's that we need to be connected to Jesus. Mm -hmm. We need to be connected to the heart of God. And again, as obvious as that is, we often forego it. We often are are not abiding in him. And we are functioning on assumptions or even past convictions, Mm -hmm. past words. But that's like old manna and that's rotten. There's worms in there and we need like a fresh word. And that means fresh relationship. We're mm-hmm. daily living with him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Where else?
0: Yeah, that's good. I mean, I think w- kind of the stuff that's going on in my mind right now that I'm feeling compelled to talk about is um, in both. There's such a beauty mm-hmm. right there are such strengths mm-hmm. to both and that's why both are so appealing but at the same time there are such dangers to staying in one place yeah. and rejecting the other right. for too long right you know um i would love for you to kind of or even i mean just for us to talk about what some of the good mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. and then to kind of go into the pitfalls of those things as well.
1: Yeah, it's good. You know? We can start with internal, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, I personally, as an introvert, I love, I love those seasons <laughs> with Jesus. Just me and Jesus. You know, I can stay in that place forever. Um, and I do believe m- I'm geared more towards an intercessor more than yep. an evangelist. And so i that's that's just my bread and bre- butter. I just love sitting in his presence. I love worshiping, I love praying uh from his heart and just getting to know him, like sitting with him, being his friend. and so I think those are those are the beauties, and like it's just irreplaceable. Mm. you know God's presence is amazing, yeah. <laughs> you know you just never want to leave yes. when you hit that sweet spot it's you just want to be there, and that's I think where we find everything that we need in him in his presence mm-hmm. we shall not want right and um yeah i mean what more it's everything <laughs> to me <laughs> it's everything that's
0: <laughs> so funny it really is yeah and you know even for me mm-hmm. when i look at you and i see that mm-hmm. i see it but i don't get it mm-hmm. because i am different right because i am geared more I guess you call it evangelistic Mm -hmm. but yeah it's like a doer it's Mm -hmm. like okay now I have this this like heart for the Lord Mm -hmm. what like what am I doing with it Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. and um and uh, even like beyond Jesus I am geared just evangelistically in general right like if you if there's something that I think is (laughs) worthy yes (laughs) Right, Like if, if this is good, uh-huh. I am going to tell everyone right. to get it. Yes. Right. And, and that's just the way I'm wired. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to like sit and dwell on how amazing this is. Yeah, if, if I find
1: something... That's so funny because yeah. if I find something... You again, enjoy
0: it so well by yourself. Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> I savor it. I'm just by myself. and I'm like, oh, this is so oh good. Goodness. And just enjoying the moment, yeah. whatever it is. Whether it, it be food yeah. or whatever. And it's funny
0: because we see it we see it even in our kids with mm. Addie and Dasa, mm-hmm. right? Like Dasa is able to just enjoy something so well yeah. by herself. Yeah. But Addie is like,
1: she has to mommy daddy, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mommy
0: daddy mommy daddy this happened that happened i got this i you know what yeah, i mean yeah. and it's just it's so funny sometimes i hear like that says say something to addy and mm-hmm. she says like oh you should tell mom and dad that's <laughs> just <Dasa's> like why <laughs> <laughs> you know but Love um it. yeah i mean before we stray too far um yeah it is so interesting because for me the the reward is in the doing, mm-hmm. right? It's like seeing, seeing someone realize something that I have, I that not that I have like in possession. Some seeing someone realize something that I've realized,
2: mm-hmm. right? Or
0: like sharing, sharing that, yeah, 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 like sharing the the experience, mm-hmm. sharing the revelation, mm-hmm. sharing whatever. It is, Mm. you know, and like seeing other people's eyes light up Mm. or um, even like seeing a need and then seeing that need filled, Mm. right? And that's why (laughs) I I, I am such a generous person, I would say. Mm. It's so weird to say myself, but (laughs) like it got us in so much financial trouble (laughs) when we were younger, right? Because I would always want to buy people meals. Mm. I would always want to, you know, give them what they need even beyond my own means. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I hate credit card companies, (laughs) 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 you know, because they, they enable it. I I mean, I guess I love them, but I hate them. And so (laughs) like, that's just how I, and that's what's so life giving to me,
1: Mm. you know, that you can share something with someone. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that I can like do something about something I realized. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's very interesting. So then, yeah. How about? I guess we already kind of hit on it. But what are the the pros of the externalizing of faith? And
0: I mean, I I think I think that is what it's about, right? Mm-hmm. Like the the sharing of the experience, the witnessing together. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, again, this is why both are so important because mm-hmm. I think that. Uh, this this might get confusing because sometimes my train of thought is confusing, but even someone externalizing something becomes an internalization for someone else.
1: Example.
0: So if if I, I mean, okay, let's just use something like salvation. This in this in its simplest sense, okay. right? Uh, the the realization. Of who Jesus is. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, You can never get there. Mm -hmm. By doing something. Mm -hmm. That has to be an internal process. Right. Right. But. In sharing that. Which is evangelism. Mm -hmm. It becomes someone else's internalization. Of who Jesus is. Mm -hmm. Or at least the beginning process of it. And I think that even like something like that. In my mind. As like a doer Mm -hmm. is such an exciting concept Mm. that's why i love like i just more than like preaching at conferences and like preaching to the masses Mm -hmm. or preaching in general Mm -hmm. even at church like and teaching i love having conversations with people because to me uh, for for someone who's never stood on a stage with lights blaring in their face and and like spoken a message or shared a testimony or anything it may seem like such a harrowing thing like it's so scary Mm -hmm. or so frightening but actually when you're up there there it's like not intimate at all Mm
2: -hmm.
0: it's just you and a crowd Mm -hmm. but then In the sharing with people, like you can see responses and reactions Mm -hmm. and like the questions that come up. And I just, uh, this isn't even like a pro of it, I guess. Or, I mean, to me it is, but I just love, it's so life-giving to me. Mm -hmm. It makes me want to keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You want to go straight into the pitfalls?
0: (laughs) I mean, I... (laughs) Yeah, I think we need to, (laughs) (laughs) because I I think that the beauty of everything people can understand so clearly, um, at least whichever one they resonate with more. Mm -hmm. And it's not like we're trying to convince them to be the other thing because it's better. We're just sharing like why we're so passionate Mm -hmm. about, you know, whatever, but the pitfalls, that's where shoot those things they're dangerous Mm -hmm. yeah you want me to start
1: yeah that's what i said oh (laughs) i need to
0: pay better attention (laughs) um well for sure for the pitfall of the doer Mm -hmm. um (laughs) there are so many Mm -hmm. Um, i'm just trying to um see which ones are kind of the most important to share but there's definitely you know the the aspect of like burnout Mm -hmm. right and of um like just you yourself getting really tired Mm -hmm. but i think that the greatest danger is when you lose your reason Mm. because you're so focused you're so caught up on the doing that you lose the reason for why you're doing it Mm. and 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 then your metric for success becomes like did i do it Mm -hmm. not like did I engage in why I did it, mm. you know, or, um, like people become jobs.
1: Right. rather than people sometimes. Yeah. So yeah like yeah.
0: assignments will be assignments, yeah. not like an adventure with the Lord. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, anything like that. And then the most dangerous thing, um, it's so fun. Like, I, I hope you share even part of your, um, like, uh, revelation of the good fruit and bad fruit thing Mm -hmm. because that that's like that was such an impactful moment for you Mm -hmm. right and that's such an impactful verse for you Mm -hmm. but for me like lord lord did we not do all of these things Mm -hmm. in your name and jesus says i never knew you that is wow that is what gives me the feeling that you got Mm -hmm. with the good and bad fruit Uh because that is the danger Mm -hmm. right is that we become more familiar with the work for God than we do with God himself. And uh, man, and and then at least for me, but I think as humans in general, um, but I'll talk about myself Mm -hmm. when I get an assignment from the Lord Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to do it. I get so like zeroed in on accomplishing the mission sometimes that sometimes it's not even the mission anymore
1: mm-hmm. right mm-hmm.
0: like god is going this way but yeah. i'm still like tracking with this mission
1: mm-hmm.
0: A- and then like
1: yeah he's like "Aboard, abort, abort. <laughs> <Or> <laughs> like, like no,
0: whatever we're it is and i'm like still shit. going <laughs> i'm like why is there so much water everywhere you know but um yeah i think again the the intimacy piece is yeah. is what's the greatest danger is losing the intimacy with the Lord. Because even in like the sharing and the witnessing, right? Mm -hmm. Like Jesus says that they will become witnesses when the Holy Spirit has come Mm -hmm. and, and has granted them the power, Mm -hmm. right? Like, and is fellowshipping with them when Mm -hmm. they're fellowshipping with the spirit Mm -hmm. is when they have the power, right? To be witnesses. Mm -hmm. And so for, for me, I feel like the, the greatest pitfall is sometimes I just, go into cycles of doing the same thing because Mm -hmm. that's what he told me to do Mm -hmm. when like there's something completely new that he wants me to do that I don't even know about because I'm not spending enough time with him Mm -hmm. because I'm so busy doing the last thing that he told me to do.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. And so for me, that's, I mean like, and I've been in those cycles, you know, I've been in those cycles where like I'll I'll put all this effort and energy in and yeah. then I'll look at you and I'll be like, I wasn't even supposed to do that. <laughs> Why can't God tell me sooner? <laughs> and then it's like, oh, maybe he did tell me sooner and mm. I just wasn't paying attention, mm. you know. But whatever the case is, I feel like. Oh, like I, I'm getting like goosebumps even just thinking about that prospect, because mm. even even for COVID. Mm. Right. I think for so many pastors, we went into that mode, mm-hmm. that survival mode, mm-hmm. right? Of like, for many of us, our, ins- our very first instinct wasn't like, oh my goodness, God, you're completely shifting the way things are happening. Mm-hmm. What do you want us to do? Mm-hmm. And how do you want us to do it? It mm-hmm. was like, oh my goodness. How do I keep this church afloat? How do I keep the ministry afloat? How do I keep people engaged? Mm. How do I make sure people are in the word still? And how do I make sure people are understanding the messages? And how do I make sure people are signing into service? And like all these things because these are the things that we do. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. But that's in so many words. Yeah. You know, wow. the biggest pitfall.
1: Um, I feel like it's kind of like the Martha complex, mm-hmm. right? Just... I feel like another characteristic that can come out is like bitterness towards others because like there's a sense of like you, you need, you, yes. you have this goal yes. for yourself, right. To, to, to do this, right. Mm-hmm. Like you're so set on whatever it is accomplishing that goal and that assignment, but then you see other people slacking. Why so. isn't
0: everyone else as passionate as
1: right. I am about this? Right. And yeah. then you look, look at one like Mary <laughs> and then it was like, what? Yeah. what are you doing right now <laughs> Lord, tell her to help me <laughs> you know but yeah that's not mean. not that all not that
0: all doers are marthas and not that no, all no, doing no. is a martha thing right right but um i think it always a heart check for yeah. martha in that passage but right. i think um, martha
1: gets a bad rap i yeah. mean there people we need to do things <laughs> uh-huh. yeah
0: um i would i would love to hear kind of just before you go into the pitfalls for internalizing um, from your viewpoint observing my life Mm -hmm. and my cycles and Mm -hmm. my habits we're going personal here Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. Um, what are some pitfalls that you've seen Mm -hmm. or um, even yeah yeah like how have you seen it kind of adversely affect me Mm -hmm. and others when I fall into that
1: Mm -hmm. yeah that was about you honey the one that I just (laughs) said. But you're the one who made it personal. <laughs> just like that. And I, I don't... Dang. <laughs> it, like, I understand, though, because, again, like, John is super high capacity in terms of, like, productivity. Like, there, I don't know many people that is just as, as, like, able as John is in so many different areas. He's just very knowledgeable. And so, I, un- like... I understand, but I don't understand because I'm not him, but I understand that he has to carry so much. Like you, you do, you do carry so much, but then I do see when you're trying to get something done and like people aren't really helping. Right. And you've got this like mission in mind. Then yeah, it does come out a little bit. (laughs) Just is like, Oh, what are you doing right now? (laughs) 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 <laughs> uh yeah and i can uh, yeah there are probably you lots just,
0: of people listening to this laughing because they've seen they've yeah, seen it's that like, look you know on every my face sunday or, <laughs> no 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 that's different <laughs> i feel like yeah so i was gonna say i feel <laughs> that's so funny i was because i was thinking about sundays like yeah. is that what it's like for those of you who like have no idea what our sundays look like <laughs> I would probably rather just get tied to a pole and just, like, <laughs> oh have no. e- everyone in my neighborhood take turns punching me in the face than, like, all the setup and breakdown we have to do. Which, you know, some people have really been stepping up and helping a lot these yeah. days. Um, I, I don't want to, like, misconstrue that, no. right? Like, that I'm the only one working because no. I'm not. Um, But, yeah, there are so many things that I guess either... I just know more about technically or my standards are just like stupid, right? (laughs) Um, But for me these days, I feel like I've matured enough Mm -hmm. where I don't get upset at people Mm -hmm. for not being like as enthusiastic or helpful as I would like them to be. Mm -hmm. I think it's a lot more like I just start caring less about people because I'm trying to get the mission accomplished, I see. and I'm so zeroed in on that, and mm-hmm. it's like,
1: mm.
0: you know, like yeah. I'm like, hey, do this, do that,
1: yeah.
0: No, like, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. How is your week? Mm-hmm. Um, like, let's get this done because mm-hmm. it's it's like important yeah. and it's urgent and yeah. like whatever else. Um,
2: mm.
0: yeah, I'm it's, sorry it's to all of no. you people. On
1: Sundays,
0: <laughs> where no, but my I can't imagine so like,
1: nothing would get done without you, babe. Like it's just like no, I, I mean I still
0: they they've survived Sundays without me.
1: Well, I bet some Sundays are like,
0: oh, thank God, Pastor John's not coming. <laughs> um, you guys better text me and say I'm wrong. <laughs> but, um,
1: no, yeah. no, I, I mean I, I think we all yeah. need each other. I think that's the point, right? like we need each other yes yeah and sure you can come you you can come a little closer on this side of you know carrying and being and staying connected to jesus and his heart for people <laughs> but i think also on the ones that are just sitting on their butts and just like all focused about them they can get up out of their seats and be helpful be a part of the church. yeah so let's talk about the other side yeah sure yeah yeah, i'm all for
0: it yeah it's great and i'm I'm not saying it in a spiteful way i'm just excited to get the spotlight off of me (laughs) (laughs) you
1: invited it i wasn't gonna go there
0: i know but i just felt like i I needed the transparency wow right because i am a pastor Mm -hmm. and I am like a go, go, go-er.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And people have to understand that like s- pastors aren't exempt Yeah, yeah. and people who are capable are not exempt. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: That's good. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> no, I think that was good. Now um, on to you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, like, as I was saying, um, I remember earlier on, like, when John would react, so when we were both a little bit more immature, right? And, like, I would see him respond, like, negatively when he sees me sitting on my butt, not doing anything. And then, in me, like, I would be looking at him. He's like, wow, he's just off there, like, so so out there. He's so out there. Like at least I'm going to hold I'm going to hold the rope. I'm going to keep us in tune with Jesus, you know? And I'm just going to stay in that place of prayer while he's like running around trying to get everything done. Like it honestly a part of that is very immature. A part of that is very selfish, right? Cuz you say I don't know. Like it's so, you know, it's so it's such a only Jesus knows, right? Because Mary yeah. chose the right thing but then like when when it's out of immaturity and it's out of out of mm-hmm. like a a selfishness really and most of the times you're not aware of it because you're immature just yeah. like a child right a child yeah. just expects to be served mm-hmm. right a child doesn't know sometimes until they're taught that they need to grow in responsibility and partake in the family in a certain way yeah and so um yeah i mean that is definitely one of those things where you can just be so carried away in quote-unquote the presence of god and just feeling good and you know like um yeah no one can say anything about it you're not like really teachable either (laughs) you're just kind of staying in that place um and it's very it's hard because when you're in that place you are so justified Mm. Right, I think that's the danger of it yeah. when when you're not open to correction, when you're not open to someone speaking into your life mm-hmm. and giving you a little tap on the butt to be like, okay, it's time to it's time to do, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's time to put that faith into action, it's time to put that love into action. All that you've been soaking in, yeah. it needs to be expressed in some way, or else we become like Israel, we mm-hmm. become like the Dead Sea, yeah. where only water comes in. We become gluttonous Christians. We become lazy. We become self-entitled, right? Like, everything becomes about me. Consumer Christianity, that's where it comes from. Like, we're just so focused on us and our needs and Mm -hmm. our satisfaction and pleasure and all of that. In the presence of God, it's true. It's all real. Mm -hmm. But then it has to flow out. (laughs) Um, And then you get, like, offended if someone says that. You know? Because it's like, well, I'm just spending time with Jesus. Leave me alone. And you just you're trying to burn out my fire or whatever it is, right? It's like, no, you need to wake up. You need to grow up a little bit. You need, I'm sorry, you're I'm not... laughing
0: because I heard that so many times. Oh, really? Before,
1: yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> eh, and oftentimes I think it will come from older brothers and sisters. Oftentimes it will come from mothers and fathers, Yeah. right? Just like in the family household, yep. it's the mom or dad or your older sibling that's telling you things that you don't want to hear mm-hmm. but it's because they know. Yeah. They know what's better. They yeah. know what you need in that moment. Yeah. And I feel like that applies in the in the faith family where if someone is speaking into your life and they're telling you get up out, get up out of that chair. Do something. Mm-hmm. It's for your good. It's you good. know. And and there's a need for us to begin to heed to that instruction. And, like, it's very biblical, I think. It says, like, even for older women to take care of the younger woman mm-hmm. and just that discipleship process being active yeah. within the church family. Like, we really need to do a better job, you know, in the previous, previous podcast that we did in speaking that truth and love yeah. so that we can grow. It, sa- it says, oh, shoot, what, what's the verse? Is it Philippines? Where we need to mature into the full stature of christ's love in the body of christ was uh, it ephesians oh, gosh terrible it's one <laughs> of paul's letters yes one I of mean, paul's short letters let's
0: play it safe yeah one of paul's letters like yeah. two-thirds of the bible <laughs> or, or of the new testament but
1: um but yeah i think that's what god is in, is in the business of doing i think he really is trying to mature us um to be a better representation mm. of what it means to be the body of christ um, so that that's definitely one, just becoming so complacent and passive and uh, just self-indulging yeah. in that presence. Um, and then I want to take it the other other spectrum too, where it can become an, a, a negative thing. You can actually fall into yourself in a negative way, hmm. where if God is doing some type of healing or deliverance, you know, obviously something involved with like pain and hurt in your life, um, It's so easy for the enemy to creep in Mm. and then use it as accusation, condemnation and disqualification. And then you fall into like God intends for you to be refined in the fire and to lead into repentance that leads to life, Mm. which is godly sorrow. Right. But then the enemy will always try to come in and make it into worldly sorrow, which Mm -hmm. leads to death. Right. Which leads to yeah, Mm self-accusation and disqualification. And then you don't even feel worthy of being used by God when in fact you in your weak and broken state is the perfect condition for God to use you in and to glorify himself in. And so um, I think there when we fall into the abyss of ourself, which is the definition of sin, right? The curving inwards, Mm. um, I think is definitely the devil's playground. He just takes it way and, and I've seen people being knocked out like for yeah. weeks and months and years in that yeah. place because it really is an abyss mm-hmm. inside of you. It's an abyss of brokenness and sin yeah. and like yeah, we are unending in terms of our need for Christ, mm-hmm. but then it's it's God's will for him to create that need into a need being filled by him into life, yeah, onto good. life and mm-hmm. not death. Um, and so just sometimes again, we need someone to come into that and speak life into us, give us the gospel again and to save us out of ourselves and really make it about Jesus at the end of the day. It's yeah. whenever we make it about ourselves, basically, we're screwed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just doesn't go right, yep. yeah yeah <laughs> what are some things that you might see <laughs> about me when? or when that's not going right it's not being played out the right way.
0: I mean I think I think the biggest thing you kind of mentioned mm-hmm. is um at least for you personally is mm-hmm. sometimes you can get caught up mm-hmm. in something that the Lord just wants to give you like a touch in mm-hmm. so you can keep going mm-hmm. but you get like caught up in the fact that you even had that in the first place. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um
1: like a particular weakness or uh-huh. yeah yeah, or like mm-hmm. a failure mm-hmm. or
0: whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, ah, the other one just slipped my mind, but it was a it was a good one. Remember. ah yes mm-hmm. it's it's one that you recently wrestled with, where sometimes you, um, ah, how do I word this well? Oh, I mean, it, it's it was when you realized you weren't being a good friend. Mm. That whole thing mm-hmm. of like, sometimes people who are in that space yeah. of like, oh, I just need to know God's heart and mm-hmm. I, I, I need his instruction and right. like, whatever, I just want to sit at his feet. They need God to say something to them or like they need God to Specific tell them to do something <laughs> yeah, yeah. to to do it. Right, right. Right. Yeah. Because... They're oh. so afraid to be us, <laughs> you know. But, but then, like, you know, yeah, you share because you had like such good wording for it, where you were talking about. But that's not what friendship is, you right?
1: Know? Yeah, um, yeah. I've shared it in a previous podcast, but oh, okay. Oops. Um, no, no. I mean, it's <laughs> good to recap, even for myself. Um, where, like, you know, God was sharing so much of His heart with me, but then uh, it was like it was really. I don't know, just really convicting things, right? And I would ask, I was like, God, I'm ready to share whenever you want me to. Just tell me when, you know, just tell me when I'm ready. And then he didn't say anything for months. Yeah. And I was like, wait, well...
0: Why didn't you tell me when? Right. Like,
1: (laughs) if you said when, then I would have. Like, why didn't you? But then, like, months later, I had to repent because he basically gave me the revelation that, like... If you are a good friend, mm-hmm. I don't need to spell it out for you. If you know that I'm hurting over this area, then you should be proactive as a good friend to relieve that for yeah. me in whatever shape and form. And he the only hint that he gave me was don't be afraid to make mistakes, just do it.
2: Mm-hmm. But I
1: couldn't. I was so caught up in the f- the fear of failure that I just couldn't make a step for so long. Yeah. And yeah, I mean the I'm still convicted in that area. Hmm. Just like we want, we want him to spell it out. I realize that's what it was. I wanted him to spell it out so I could hide behind his command. Yeah. yeah. If it didn't go well, right? Then I could say, "Well, God told me to do it, and so there must have been a reason."
0: So interesting, (laughs) and and I think you used a good trigger word. Um, You're so afraid. Mm -hmm. You're so afraid to let God down. Almost like emotionally, mm-hmm. right? Like you're so afraid to um, wrong God yeah. by doing something he hasn't told you to do,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Is that is that kind of accurate?
1: That's part of it. And then uh, like being afraid to wrong the person that I, I may see. be, okay. you know, t- speaking mm-hmm. to or how I said it, or, you know, it's just, get, there's so many yeah. different elements.
0: But it's it's like so interesting to me that for you, it's fear, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. And it's like, something that you feel. Yeah. And it's some, and and not like a feeler thinker thing, but it's like something that you are aware of. Uh That's the word. Yeah. Uh Like you're aware of this fear Mm -hmm. versus like for us, we're just not aware at all.
1: Mm.
0: You know, when, when we should be afraid, Mm. (laughs) you know, we're not aware.
1: Mm, Interesting. And
0: like, it's because we're so busy. Right. Right. Because we? we don't want to, fail god in a different way
2: Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah
0: and so it's Mm -hmm. just interesting like as you sit as as like an in person yeah the fear is that you're gonna do something wrong yeah in a sense yeah and as an out person the fear is you're not gonna do something Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know or not do it well or whatever
1: And I know we've been having this conversation, like, us representing different aspects of Mm -hmm. this, but that's not necessarily just the whole story, right? Like, I definitely have an evangelistic heart. I spoke to someone today (laughs) at Target, um, prayed for them, Mm -hmm. and wrote a note and gave them some money. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, I think, yeah, I think it's important for us not to even, like, define ourselves a certain way, um, but, but being aware Mm -hmm. yeah that's the word aware of where we're at and possibly where we can fall yeah those pitfalls and being in community so that we can help each other Mm -hmm. right stay on the path and even if it looks different even if like someone is completely walking in a different conviction Mm -hmm. i think there is good reflection of one another to be like oh that's so cool at the same time yeah, that's what I want. I want that. Yeah. I, like, I need more of that too. Um, but still remaining remaining true and connected to Jesus, our source. Like, everybody needs just needs to be connected to Jesus. Yep. Uh, as obvious as it is, that's, like, the source of most of our problems, that we're not connected to him. Um, yeah, but how can... What are some maybe, like, uh, advice, pieces of advice that we can give to either side.
0: I mean, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head there. Where it really isn't about. I, I what I love about our podcast mm-hmm. and what I love about our topics is that I think the default when you are not intentional is you identify yourself with one side or the other mm-hmm. and then you put yourself in a box mm-hmm. that says i am this yeah and so i'm gonna have these tendencies i'm gonna do xyz and you know it's the danger of our entire generation with all of these different tests and mm-hmm. like personality things not even beyond like strength finders and mbti and and enneagram and all those mm-hmm. things like i you know, back in the day when Facebook was a thing, mm-hmm. you know, like how many quizzes did you take of like, <laughs> yeah. what Harry Potter character yes. are you? Which I'll Simpsons character are you? What like XYZ? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right. And it's just like, we love to categorize ourselves because we think mm-hmm. that it helps us understand ourselves better. Mm. But what it really does is it closes the door to an entire room
2: mm.
0: of who we are. Mm. And we don't explore that area yeah. because we think we're one way or the other.
1: Wow, I feel like actually what it does is just reaffirm what we want to be in a sense, or the excuse o- almost, of who yeah. we are, right? And so it's like this is who I am, and there's no, yeah, like right. You're it excuses not,
0: mm-hmm. like us Maturing. not <laughs> exactly mm-hmm. not doing the things that we're weak in, yeah, you know. And yeah. I think that the the practical advice I would give is, mm-hmm. you know, you did say be in community and Mm -hmm. I think that's really important Mm -hmm. but it's also like learn to do that yourself to like take yourself through that process Mm -hmm. of of taking uh, it's for me I realized how important it is and this sounds so obvious but it I realized how important it is and how different my day is when I start my day kind of centering it around being with god yeah right whatever that looks like Mm -hmm. and letting that be what drives the rest of my day Mm -hmm. um but i think like the whole time we were talking i just thought of like um a shipwright Mm -hmm. uh, like someone who builds boats Mm -hmm. and a navigator (laughs) Mm -hmm. right and You know like one person is is geared to make sure that the boat is a good boat Mm -hmm. and the navigator makes sure that the boat is going where it's supposed to go Mm -hmm. but i feel like so often when we argue about what's right or wrong Mm -hmm. when we argue when like doers look at when you know faith in people look at faith out people and say, like, man, they're not grounded in the Lord. Or when faith out people look at faith in people and say, like, they're so lazy. Mm -hmm. Or, like, all that, like, yeah, it must be so hard to soak in his presence all day. (laughs) Like, I remember, like, I used to judge people like that, right? (laughs) Um, Being 100% real. (laughs) But, um, like, literally, that would be, like, a navigator going out with a ship and it's it's just going to sink because there's no one to, to fix it, mm. right? Or it's like a shipwright being proud that his boat is so perfect and it's like on shore, mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And And I think that what the Lord wants is a healthy boat. Mm-hmm. Going where it's supposed to go. It's good. You know, and yeah. sometimes that takes two different people working yeah. together mm-hmm. um, in cooperation. Sometimes that looks like you maturing in both aspects right. of who you're called to be and and walking both aspects yes. out yes. in faithfulness, yeah. you know? Yeah. I think that's my two cents, yeah. whatever. Yeah.
1: Um, ending thoughts for me, I think for the one who tends to be focused on doing and accomplishing more, um, I think if you're in a place just personally, if you're frustrated with people because they're not doing enough, right. Whether, you know, whatever areas, right. Mm -hmm. There's so much going on. Um, I, I just want to ask us to gauge where that frustration might be coming from. And even ask the Lord, like, w- what is his standard? Hmm. What does he expect out of us right now hmm. or out of me? And just going from inside out that way. And I think it will give us just a better footing to just understand. Yeah. Yeah. Understand the context in the way that God sees it, because that's the most important perspective Mm -hmm. it's the only perspective that's the only reality there is if you really come down to it um and then for you know ones who tend to internalize um yeah just knowing that like abiding leads to fruit yeah (laughs) like something does need to produce in the end Mm -hmm. it really does need to show and mm-hmm. it says when, when the fruit right comes, basically mm-hmm. they will give glory to God, yeah. our father. And, um, yeah, just to examine your life, whether you are bearing good fruit Yeah, is, is that time with Jesus bearing good fruit yeah. in your family life? Is it bearing good fruit in your school life? Is it bearing good fruit in your workplace? Mm-hmm. Um, I think those are some, Yeah real questions we can ask ourselves to gauge where we're at and potentially diagnose, you know, any pitfalls we might be in.
0: It's good. Yeah. I one last thing I wanna say to people who tend to need to like go and do things. It's it's okay to fail. Mm. Like it's okay to either just do it wrongly completely mm. or to not do it at all. Mm. But the, the only thing that is not going to be okay for you is going off track mm. and just not being where Jesus is anymore.
2: Mm.
0: You know, and so, I mean, he's, all, you know, like, well, Jesus isn't everywhere, but God is everywhere. <laughs> but, you know, like getting off the path that he has for you and so i just want to encourage people who are doing to really be intentional about resting be Mm -hmm. intentional about and not resting like mindlessly and not resting just like shutting yourself off but like coming to a place of rest with the lord yeah and i think that it's it's so important um yeah i just had to reiterate it because
2: that's good
0: it it terrifies me, yeah. it really does. Uh-huh. you know that so many are going to think they're okay mm. because they've been doing good things. Mm. Um, yeah.
1: yeah, actually, I want to say the same thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. know that was supposed that's to be good. the yeah, ending yeah. comment, but I, I feel like it's the same it thing for ways, yeah so. internalizers uh, that it's okay to fail. Um, it, I'm reminded of the parable of the talents you know the servants, and the one that had one buried his because he was fea- fearful mm-hmm. of failure right mm-hmm. he didn't he didn't want to take the risk yeah, but that was the one he was the one who was rebuked the he harshest got by the master yeah. called wicked lazy servant yeah. and you and he thrown out yeah into a place of weeping and gnashing <laughs> of teeth so um yeah, just work with what you've got and it's okay to fail and it's the same thing actually of rest we have to come into that place of rest in christ um and he'll take care of us it's good as long as we participate with him
0: (laughs) it's good yes if you heard you know if, if you've been tracking with us ah uh, to this point and you were encouraged uh please do let us know so that yes. we can also be encouraged um and also just just feel like i need to put this out there too if if you are in need of encouragement mm-hmm. please let us know mm-hmm. uh, we would love to pray for you and to send you a reply back yeah. um just we really have to be in this for one another. Mm. You know, that's really what this is about. Um, And I just feel that invitation today to, yeah,
1: to just reach out. It's okay. Yes.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you for listening. (laughs) That's all. That's all. (laughs) Bye.
1: Bye.